Hi, welcome to Stammer Stories. My name is William Lavin and I'm your host and founder of this podcast. In this podcast, we talk about stammering from all perspectives. I will be talking to people who stammer, people who work in the stammering field, but also people who have a general interest in the topic. So firstly, we are back. You may have noticed that we've taken a week out of posting an episode, but don't worry, we've been doing some very exciting behind the scenes content, but also... We were just soaking in all the amazing stuff from our live event with Jessica because lots of exciting stuff. But also, you can now watch that video live, so make sure to watch that. However, today is a very exciting episode. So I was scrolling on TikTok, and my and TikTok is now sending me stammer TikToks, which I absolutely love. I was scrolling through TikTok one day, and I came across the incredible Pixie, and Pixie actually beat me to it so I was going to DM her and slide in her DMs for her to come onto the podcast but actually during the live recording I my phone wasn't near me I checked my phone and Pixie had started following me was like oh was slightly slightly starstruck was like this is exciting so I was like do so I was quite nervous about how to make the first move be like so do you want to come onto the podcast and she said yes I'm going to be introducing Pixie but she is an absolute legend on the stamping community but also her content is just amazing so pixie welcome to the podcast very much thank you thank you for having me that's okay so pixie can you just can you just introduce yourself and and tell the listeners what you do for a living yeah sure so uh, my name is Pixie Ray, um, I, on TikTok, I, I, I go by Pixie Smiles, um, and at the moment I'm not 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 working, but but, but when I do work, I I work with um special needs children, so I'm really hoping to get back into that. Amazing, and I can uh, so I've got so some of the listeners may or may not have nervous but I was statemented when I was a child so I've got dyslexia dyspraxia mild mild autism so I take many many boxes and I stammer (laughs) oh wow yeah so I can so I went to a special needs secondary school but also we'll be talking about like how your stammer affects in your role later on in the podcast but firstly I would love to talk to you about your stammer pixie when did you first realize that you had one but also how was it at a younger age all right so i've had my my stammer since i was a a child um all i really remember though from it was i i my mum used to to tell me that i had verbal diarrhea because i would just speak so fast so i think i think it what it was called clutter, clutter, cluttering at the time. Um, so I, 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 I went to a speech and language therapist, and it got better. That this was about age five, age six, and it just started to go. And I spent pretty much all my my life up until for four, for four, for four years ago being fluent. Wow. And then my speech came back, so I went to see it. I thought I actually thought I was having a stroke, like so. I went to my doctor, got re-referred to death, to speech and language, and they said that, 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 that it's called 
reoccurrence of, 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 a, of a childhood stammer. Wow. Yeah. So I've like gotten from being fluent all my, my adult life to four, 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 four years ago, this <laughs> happening. That's so. absolutely crazy. And, but also it's fascinating because I, because I've I've always known life of a stammer, and like as you will very know, well know, we don't know when we're going to stammer. So it's yeah. like we have some situations, but I'm always aware of it. And it, it, I mean, so if it's just a catch up with someone from my team, like if they walk into the kitchen, I'll still be thinking about my stammer if I'm having that conversation with that someone or in prep going to ask to order my drink. But it must have been, was it? quite a sudden change or like did it happen slowly over time when you're when it came back when it came yeah so um it, it happened over time um it, i think at the, at the at the time we were when we were in lockdown is when i really noticed it so it was just me at home don't talk to anyone do you when you were at home and then um i went I went, I, I, it wasn't until I went back, back to work because I was a, a key worker work, 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 working in a primary school that um that I realised how like severe, severe it had got. So I had my, I, I was outside on lunch break and I was just talking to a colleague and my, I, I blocked, which I'm sure you can relate to where you literally, like I was just like, but I could say absolutely anything else apart from what I was stuck on. So that's what led me to go to my doctor. Got went I got referred so quickly. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I was really lucky. Um, but yeah, I was literally in, in, in about three months. Wow. Yeah, I was lucky. Because <laughs> yeah. I thought... I remembered having a stammer as a child, but, but, but it was nothing like 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 this. So my 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 my, my um speech and language therapist that I had as an adult said that, that it was triggered by trauma, which was um I, I lost my mum to suicide, and then we went into lockdown. So she just says that my brain literally went. <laughs> and I was like, I would like to talk, please. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. But That's all right. Can I just say, I just absolutely love your personality. You are, you give such amazing vibes, and literally, your TikToks make me sound like both you and Jesse. You're just such amazing company because I, like, you can both talk about the detail in a really effective way because like, we can all relate to everything and. Before this recording, I, I was actually having a call with, so I'm a group leader for the Southeast Southern Support Group with the British Stammering Association. And we were literally talking about how we all remember the, the sort of emotional effect, like, like the emotional damage that a, a stammering occurrence has. And I will always remember that, but also we, we just always think about it and like it's always on our mind and lots and lots of things that you just said we were literally just talking about and it just shows how every person 
Like every stammer may be different, but mm. we can all relate to the same emotions and like, we can all relate to the same aspect. And just for the listeners, so you're very you're also very open about your ticks on on TikTok as well. Did they come with your stammer or 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 when you were fluent, did you still have your tics as well? Okay, so I, I think I've always had like anxiety tics. Yeah. But, 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 but um, I, I'm generally like fueled by anxiety. It's always have been. <laughs> so, um, but, 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 but um, it was um, when my, my, my speech got bad, I started realizing that, that, that I was like making weird, odd b- b- movements. And it was actually my speech and language therapist that that, that first used your tics to me. And I was like, you what, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? Because at the time, um, my stomach is always changing. Um, it's particular like with, with ways that, that I try and get out. So I used to blow raspberries. So like when it first started like getting bad, I would just be like talking, stammer, and then... <laughs> She was just like, right, so let's talk about your tics. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then they, they just like kind of progressed a bit a bit further, which being an adult and developing it all is very odd. I live daily with, with, with imposter syndrome. So like even to the point before I came to you, I was talking to my partner and I was like, what if I don't stammer? He was like, Oh, you will. <laughs> I can definitely relate to that. Like a few days, before, like the week, but so in May, so I did a TEDx, and and it was called "My Stammer Is My Superpower." Like one of the things that I love to do is to do things, put myself out of my comfort zone, then my stammer to talk about it. And that week, I was having a really fluent week, and I was doing. So I was hosting a say 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 awards ceremony for my for my old apprenticeship for the multiverse. Two days but so the day before was doing my run through on my TEDx where I was doing one with my team, which I was actually way more nervous about than the actual TEDx itself. When I had my run through and I went straight to the venue to do the run through at the venue, had a day of just work and and then on Saturday was the actual TEDx. So on Tuesday it was like. To, to my manager, Paige was like, Paige, I'm I'm slightly concerned. Was like, I'm talking really fluently. So how can I do a TEDx talking about my stammer when I'm actually not going to when I'm not staring that much? It's like, oh trust me, when you stand on that stage in front of 200 people, your stammer will come and say hi. And literally the moment that I walked onto that stage, my stammer came to play. It was like, like so it was one of the only times that I wanted myself to stammer. It was like come and it was just amazing how it's like when we don't want to stammer we stammer but when we wanted to stammer like when I talked on different press interviews like it's for times where I actually don't stammer that much because of the uh, adrenaline fuels me which actually helps my stammer makes it better and it was okay. really okay. and it was just a really interesting mindset but beforehand someone just texted her whilst I was waiting to go on to the stage to like you were correct by the way and then <laughs> and then she was like see I knew it but it was just fascinating how like we think like but also it's so interesting like hearing your thoughts like coming on before like coming onto the podcast because whenever we talk about our stomach we're always even more conscious about our stomach even yeah. though we're talking <laughs> about it 
so absolutely so sadly the thing with stammering and it's one of those topics that we do have our moments where we do struggle and it's one of those times where we do go through situations that are absolutely rubbish but actually at the same time we really learn from those situations and it helps us and it helps us grow it helps our confidence grow as a person so could you tell me a time when you struggled with your stomach but also how you overcame that situation okay um I can tell about one time I was in a bar with my ex and we had had a row, but he wasn't in a mood to help me. <laughs> so I was, I was trying to order at, at the at the at the bar, and I, for the life of me, just could, could could not get it out. So I started to cry because I was just oh. like, I don't know what to do. And my, my, my phone had no batteries, I couldn't type it. And then eventually, the 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 the, the, the bar staff um wouldn't serve me anyway because he thought I was drunk. Oh. Oh. So, I was just like, <laughs> but, but but um that 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 was like four years ago when it, it first came on. But, but, but what I found recently, um, especially I think because of like Jesse and the the, the 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 stammering community becoming so broad now on um um on the social media i've noticed now a, a, a lot of people are a, a lot more understanding like yeah. i don't know if, if you've found the same yeah definitely. but um i get a lot of like you know take your time i'm just like all right you've been watching someone's tiktok haven't you <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like it is really like i i can relate to the situations but also it's like that pause of like you know what you want to say but actually you you just can't and I think people may think like you say like oh they've had too much to drink we're not going to serve them but actually it's not that or like once I someone wouldn't serve me candles so I was staring quite badly they wouldn't serve me a sparkler because they thought that I wasn't right because I was staring they, they didn't serve me and it turned out to be, to, to be the manager of the shop. So my mum went in, they just gave them to her, asked if I went, and, she, and she's like, did you by any chance serve a person with a stamp, uh, just refused to sell some of a stamp, a can, a sponsor? And then she was like, yes, we did. Why? And then my mum was like, can I speak to your manager? And then he said, I am a manager. And then she said, this is absolutely not all. I was like, that was my son. How dare you say that he doesn't seem right because you don't know anything. Yeah. But also, yeah. you you should you should be re- refusing people without a reason, not just by the way how someone may be saying their voice. And then she she brought it, walked out, and then, but it didn't click to either of us until a few hours later what had actually happened. Because at the time she was just in such the zone of just being like, that's not on. And, and I was just in a bit of a, but, but I was just confused. It was just like, yeah. Because he said to me that because I had, because I didn't have my student ID or like some ID, that's why he wouldn't serve me. But the actual reason was 
Like his ex my mum, even if he did show his ID, we still wouldn't have served him because he didn't seem right. Can you imagine if he said that to me directly? But also, if it was in the modern world, if I had posted that on social media, can you imagine the backlash that video would have gotten about it? Oh God, yeah, yeah, absolutely. See, I'm always when I post my my challenges, because sometimes people just still do, do say the wrong thing. I was trying not get their face in. So yeah. I'm just like, I don't, I don't want people to, to you know start targeting you. I'm doing this to to help yeah. you. Like, you know what I mean? But oh my god, I, I can't imagine that. Oh. Yeah. That must have been horrible. Yeah, I'm gonna a... cry for you. <laughs> but actually, that's the first time I've ever spoken about it on this podcast. Like, I've never said it before because it's literally just come back from when you said your story. It's literally just come flooding back to me. And then, when because I was much younger, I think it was around six years ago. It's like it wasn't really a thing at the time until mm. now when I read situations more. And I understand how bad it was or how bad it was portrayed at the time. But it's one of those, apart from most stupid people who think that they're just being, yeah, we, we know what we, we would like to say, but we can't say it because of being PG. And, <laughs> but most of the time I feel like the people who are making fun or or they're trying to help us, but actually to us, it's the worst thing that they could do is they're only trying to help, but actually they don't know what the right thing to do is. Like, it's so important, like, for everyone to raise awareness about what is the right thing to do. And I think the main thing is just to not rush anyone with a stammer or just, like, don't say any, or, like, just let us speak. It was, like, you wouldn't tell a tell a elderly person to hurry up crossing the road. So why would you tell a human to hurry up saying their sentence? Yeah, absolutely. And but also it's just because I've spoken to like a few people who do like stammer content on like TikTok now. It's really interesting how like everyone and like because I'm now doing more stammer content on TikTok how supportive that community really is, but we'll talk about it in more detail. So, uh, it sounds like we've spoken about, um, so you used to be a, a key worker for like, people with special needs, which is an absolutely amazing job and, and huge respect. One thing I'd love to talk to you about is how your stammer affected you in your job, or actually now hearing your story more. Did it actually affect you in your job, but also... How how did you cope with it in like different everyday situations? Okay, um, well, as I'm sure you can Im imagine, because it's so rare, well, it's not as rare as we think apparently, but, but, but to have a reoccurrence yeah, come on so suddenly and it be so severe. When I went back <laughs> after the, the pandemic or mid-pandemic, the looks I got from other members of staff, they were like, you were right. I'm just like, yeah, just malfunctioning. <laughs> like, um, but, but, but um, what, uh, when I found out what it was from my speech and language, I explained, and all, all the adults were fine, but, but, but it's almost like I could feel that some people were like, okay. <laughs> um, 
and um, at, at the time I was working in um, Key Stage 1, so the children were really young and we used a lot of, because it was a special needs school, we used a lot of short sentences and makaton. Um, yep. So I didn't well, find, too, yeah, I didn't find too much that it was affecting me, apart from when I had to talk to adults, <laughs> like so to talk, talking like in a sentence that I didn't know, like, 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 which isn't just like, um, do you need help or you know, things that I would say as a TA. Um, it didn't really affect me, but as I last year, I went out to keep, to keep, to keep, to keep, to keep. <laughs> tequila <laughs> tequila <laughs> tequila stage two and that's because the kids were a bit older I, I did get a few sniggers because you know I think that they're probably a bit like no none of the other adults that, that, that are here speak like to you <laughs> but I just I just had to own it and like um it, because as I was saying earlier about, about, about having like that constant daily imposter syndrome, like, do I stammer? Do I do this? And then it's just owning that now. I'm just like, yes, you do. You do. <laughs> and it's fine. But what I am really interested in is when I yeah, do go back to work, I'm really interested um, to see how this is going to affect the, the, the interview process because I want to go back into teaching assistants special needs because I'm really good at it <laughs> but, but, but um, it will be really interesting and hopefully I hope good but to, to see how it affects <laughs> affects that process yeah so I'll just sit down and start ticking and stammering because my anxiety is up here they'll be like I think you need to be here. <laughs> yeah, but it is. But what I find fascinating is like how everyone in like a certain setting, when they're in the zone, the stamina doesn't get affected. Like when I'm in, in the zone at work or in certain settings, my stamina is absolutely fine. Like it was really weird how my hairdresser, who's been cutting my hair for around 10 years she didn't realize that I had a stamina until three years ago like she just had no idea and until I mentioned her she looked confused she was like do you I was like trust me I do I like, <laughs> yeah. and, but it was really interesting how like well also when I signed up to my personal trainer I I normally if I'm working with a new person I would tell them that I had a stammer to him I never mentioned it and actually I've never stammered once in front of him. And when I once shared him one of the things that I, one of the TikToks that I did, and he was like, since when have you had to stammer? I was like, my whole life. He was like, how come you never told me? I was like, because I felt comfortable around you, but also that setting up and feeling in a safe setting. Because it's when you're in, in your safe, comfortable setting, that's when your stammers, you're, then I bet at school, you feel safe in that environment. So actually you, you're very comfortable in that setting. Oh yeah, um, uh, I'm much more, more without sounding really weird. Oh my my god, I'm much more comfortable around children than I am with adults. Yeah, <laughs> like kids. Yeah. Oh, but, um, I, I totally get that. Like, cause I, I, I get a lot of like, say like when I'm live or something on on TikTok because 
you know, stammer isn't 24-7. If I had a pound for every time I had to say that on a live, I would be min uh, absolute mil millionaire. <laughs> so, oh, you didn't stammer then, you didn't tick. I'm just like, well, oh, sorry, I can't. <laughs> like, come on, you. Oh, I when when I see like Jesse was to show me once when before we did a live recording, Jesse was showing me like some of the things that she was and like some of the comments. She was like, when people say that I was like, how how oh she she's a liar, she doesn't actually stand at all, she's putting it on. She was like, Trust me, this is a good moment when I'm not stammering. It was like, this is a good thing that I'm not stammering, it was like but because people think, oh, we're talking about it, but actually they're not doing it. And it's like, no, that's a good thing. Like, if someone mm. in the is talking fluently, say yay, not nay. Like, that's a good encouragement thing that yeah. they're doing. Yeah! <laughs> exactly. And, oh, my God, I absolutely love your personality. Like, you're such a joy to record. Like, what, what, what the viewers can't see is that... Pixie's just got the biggest smile on on her face whilst recording, which is making me <laughs> this is making me smile. And now I I would absolutely spoke 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 spoken about your TikTok, but I would love to talk to you about it in more detail. I'm <laughs> so inspired by your content. But easily I'm in awe in anyone who has the confidence to share their story on a platform with billions and billions of users, but also we Everyone knows how the social media world isn't always the friendliest world as well. But what I would love to know is what made you start a TikTok channel to raise awareness? Hey, no, not going to lie, Jesse. <laughs> really? So, uh, yeah, so um, I did have a... Um... A, t um, a, t um, a, a TikTok page where I just like did lip syncs and like, cutesy dances and stuff. And every now and again, I would talk and I would just do my what made you smile. But, but, but then it was when my, 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 the reason I can't work at the moment is because my, my social anxiety has got really, really, really bad. So when I saw J Jessie going out and seeing how over the year she has grown and you can see it in her as a person, like she just oozes confidence. I was like, she can bloody do it. Then I'm going to try. <laughs> And I am finding yeah, there's still wobbles, but I am finding that it's really helping me as a person get more comfortable with with my speech and with leaving the house because you know it's scary out there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, and it was literally Jesse. And well, then I've just incorporated like doing the the the, the, the challenges, um, with, along with my "What Made You Smile Today," which came about as it as a response to my mum's um suicide. Um, because I because obviously I was a bit sad afterwards. I was like, "God's sake, woman!" <laughs> I was just like, "If if maybe if somebody could have said to her, there's always a smile." Then you never know. So that's why I started doing doing those. Wow, that is so inspiring. But also such a lovely story as well. And do you remember your first video that took off? Like, do you remember which one it was? Like, where you made that made you realize it was like, 
okay, something's going on here. So let's jump on that bandwagon. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it will be, it will be, it will be, it will be, it was, it was a, a, a Starbucks drive-through. I posted it late at night, didn't think anything of it. Because, you know, my, my videos probably average around 7,000 views and then end there. So I was like, that's cool. Went to bed, woke up the next day. My partner goes, Picks. He was like, what? He goes, is that, is that a million? I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> I opened my phone and I was like, ah! I like literally didn't know what to do. I was just like, oh, oh. Wow. Um, but, 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 and I think that the, it's nowhere near, near, near Jesse, but like, I, that video now is like on nearly nine mil. And it's just, for, 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 for me, I see it as such a huge boost because, you know, having a stammer and having your tips and anxiety, it can really make you go really insular. Yeah. And it, I am. Not gonna lie, I'm fueled by praise. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, let's go, let's go. And you know, ultimately, I want to be able to get back to work. So, sorry, I'm just gonna use these challenges to feed my my ego. <laughs> so I go right, fine, get to work. Yeah, and hats off to you. But also, the moment you get something like. But also, it's always the ones that catch you off guard, the, the ones that you least expect. And I, like a few weeks ago, someone went to this candlelight concert video, and they were doing Coldplay. I posted it on TikTok, forgot about it, went to the gym, was like, was like to my friend, was like, we've gone in my terms, but like it had around 80 lights within an hour. Was like, bloody, was like, this is crazy. <laughs> I, I mean, it's over time. Like it was as like it sort of. I think it has around one hundred and forty likes. But sometimes, like reels on Instagram, like my content sometimes does better on on reels. And I to celebrate International Stamming Awareness Day, I shared my story. And I think on Instagram, it got shared by so many like big people. The likes were amazing but the views i think it's got over ten thousand views wow that's awesome it is just amazing it just shows how supportive the community really is and i think we can all say that don't be afraid of coming out of your shell and talking about your story because it's more important hearing their story from the person itself rather than someone else telling their story oh god yeah so it, this sort of leads me on very nicely to my next question, Pixie. For people who are actually wanting to raise awareness, but they are scared, like they want to start a channel, but they're just a bit nervous about how it may be seen, or what advice would you have? Just do it. <laughs> um, I, uh, I've always said, like, with anything, even when I was fluent, I said, I always say, do don't let it win. I've got it tattooed on my wrist as a, co- a constant reminder, just to, to not let it consume. Do it. Go and do the thing because you've got no idea the the, 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 the power of social media. 
it can be such a I feel like I keep I keep saying boost but it is it can be if you ignore that the haters are always going to be there and you know just go to them (laughs) and just the good do it just do it do it do it (laughs) now Um, but it's true just do it was like what no my new motto in in, in life is give yourself a reason to say no rather than give yourself a reason to say yes oh god yeah that's lovely just do it because i the more you realize if you give yourself a reason to say no the reasons won't be that good it's like they will be silly and you'll be like nah i can do it yeah just so because, it, but also just trying it if it's not for you, you don't have to continue with it. But you may be getting, you may only be getting 50 views, but that's 50 more views about STEM. You're teaching 50 more people. Like, it doesn't matter yeah. if you don't have millions of followers, you may have 100 followers, but you're still helping 100 people learn about the subject that you're interested in. Preach. And, but, but, and also, like, everyone should do it but the minute it stops being fun then obviously stop if you if 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 you try it and it makes you feel good do it again <laughs> exactly just do it what's like what is holding you back from telling but also what is holding you back from you being your true self yeah. right and, and then yeah. i think no one should ever hide their true selves but also you should never hide your voice Oh God, no! That that's amazing. What, 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 what one thing that is that I wanted to say as well is it has been fascinating to me because of TikTok and social media, seeing other people that with stammers and seeing how unique every body's is. Because I've never met anyone with 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 the stammer when mine came back. So it was only when I was on TikTok and I saw, saw uh, Jesse, I was like, she kind of sounds like me. <laughs> so I was Wait, like, hey! So what, you, you had never met anyone else with a stammer? No, I, I'd met, I've met, I've met, I've met, I've met, I've met people with the lisp and yeah. like a, a, a spage, a spage, is it called? But, but, but I n- never, never a stammer. I never, what comes out of my mouth so like I've never heard any bodies like I take that I can take the mick out of mine because it's me but 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 um I've never met anyone that bleeds <laughs> yeah so and it, it until it until TikTok it's ridiculous that's mad like sometimes you you would at least know one other person Honestly, hand, um, hand on heart, I've never met anybody that I knew of anyway. Wow. That, that, yeah. That is fascinating. Because did you know that across the world, 70 million people have a stammer? I do, I do, I do now, which is just incredible, isn't it? And it's one, so the UK has 1.5 million people who stammer, and, and it's every one in 100. So when I did my TEDx, my first thing was, can everyone stand up? And did it at my live event as well. And was like, if you know someone with a stammer, stay standing. And if you don't sit down, 
if you were still standing, I mean, I said, if you still stammer, stay standing. And if you don't sit down and two people are still standing. So my stats basically worked out within the crowds because I knew that there were 200 people in that audience and it was fascinating. But also at my live event, there were five people who stammered and there was one person standing who I had no idea had a stammer. And wow. it was really interesting seeing how you may not know that that person has one, but actually they do. But also you may not realise that your best friend may have a sibling who had a stammer, like they may yeah. have a cousin who stammers or like you would be surprised by like my like my incredible publicist Charlotte Tobin she's been on the podcast and like she was saying how before me which still baffles me to this day that she's not known a single person with a stammer so that's why she was so interested about my story because she actually had never despite being in PR she had never come across someone with a stammer before which I found because it just shows like your like your story but you may expect people to know someone with a stammer or they may not at all yeah so it's crazy place one thing that i'd love to talk to you about so we spoke about our stammer but sadly as we all know the stammering stigma isn't that good and sadly 27 percent of brits in the uk think it's okay to make fun of someone with a stammer which is not okay at all, but also the stigma isn't that good. What are your thoughts about about the stigma? Um, I, I, I mean, I get it. I, yeah. I, I, I can kind of un, under understand why people would would do it. Like I, I, I often find like like I, I'm a vapor, so like I, I go into vape shops and um. <clears throat> The first time I went into one, a, 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 a new one, um, and I, I started to stammer, uh, the, the 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 reaction I initially get is that people like chuckle a little bit. So they you know they think it's like oh just got can't get your words out. And then I think ah, as you start speaking more, then they're like okay this is a thing. <laughs> um, I I don't really know. I, I, all I can say is I get it. There shouldn't be a stigma, but there shouldn't be a stigma about anything. Anything yeah. that, that makes it that is it a bit neuro spicy. I'm, you know, I get it, but I don't get it. I'm just one one of those people anyway in life. I'm just like, okay, yeah, like say you've got ADHD. I've I've got social anxiety it's like you may as well be saying i like red i like blue as far as, as, far as i'm concerned yeah. but so but, but i think what what, what, what we can yeah, do as, as a um you know as a um a um a um uh, a collective is just continue to keep talking keep 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 using your voice to help to educate the, 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 those people that want to stigmatize you or make fun of you. Yeah, like it is crazy. Um, then, like you say, it's a shocking step, but sadly, you can believe it. And um, mm. but sadly, 
but that's what but that's why I'm going to rephrase that but that's why what we are doing to make to change that stigma to make it a more better community but also to show what it's really like to have a stammer because it is okay and it's one of those things that we at the time we only see the little picture but when you look at the wide picture it's actually not that bad and Pixie, I've got a question for you that I ask all my guests, but I don't give you notice beforehand. Oh, God. <laughs> when you think of someone famous who stammers, who do you think of and why? I think the, the, the only one that, that I can think of is Marilyn Monroe. And that's... <clears throat> Like I, I, I know that there's a few more, but the one that first rings to mind is Marilyn, because that's why she she had her um her whispery, isn't it? Yes. Which uh, I can get because like when I put on voices, I don't stammer, and when I whisper, I don't stammer. When I shout, I don't stammer. It's when I'm using my voice, so I'm just like, okay, <laughs> that just happened. And shall I shall I tell you some people who may not realise have a stammer? So, so you got Elvis Presley, Rowan Atkinson, no. Bean, Mr. Bean, because he kept on being turned down for acting jobs because of his stammer. So he created Mr. Bean. And then you've got um, Stormzy. Stormzy. I mean, then that's why you rarely see Stormzy do a media in- interview. You get Ed, Ed Sheeran. I know, I know, I know that one. Wow. See, yeah, it, it kind of makes me a little bit mad because I'm like, well, use your platform <laughs> to raise awareness. But guys, if you're listening, do that, please. Do the things. But yeah, I so it's a question because I'm always curious to see. Like, I, I've had a few times where people say names, and and I'm like, I had no idea that they had this stammer. Like, it just shows like who people look up to and so I've got a question for you that I've I've asked a few guests and I'd be really interested to know your thoughts so as as we've already mentioned the pandemic has has affected us all massively but also to me it it affected my stammer quite a lot because I went from being in a very busy office to being working from home and I realised that I was damning on new words, but then I realised that actually now's my time to share my story because we were the hidden community of a pandemic. How did the pandemic affect your stammer? Loads. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, obviously we we, 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 can, we never know what, what it would have been like without the, the, the pandemic happening. Of, of course we don't. But I do feel that, that my, 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 my speech would not have got, gone so downhill. It, say if it had just been my mum's suicide and I was just getting stuck on a few words and then the, the pandemic, I come out like this. <laughs> but I do think that that, 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 that a huge element of that was obviously not, not not being able to communicate with people, not being able to to, to use your voice. I I lived in a one bed flat and didn't talk to anyone for three months, and then I go out and I'm just like ah, 
Yeah. And it's, it's almost like you, you've then forgotten how to like mask it or any of the, the techniques that you did know. You're like, I've forgotten because I've been at home gaming for three months. Yeah, for sure. And, but also, so I, it's just been really interesting how like some people's stamina hasn't been affected at all. And, like, some people has been massively. But I'm seeing mm. how, but that just shows how, back to what we said many times, how every stamina is different. And yeah. It's, but that's key because I think back to the stigma, I think when people think some of the stamina, they, they expect some of the really severe stamina. But actually, stammering, the stammering spectrum is huge. Like you yeah. can have some of the very mild stamina, like mine, then we go, oh, no, you don't stammer. Or, or like you have some of the very severe stammer, and then they panic, thinking, uh oh, we're going to be here for a very long time. Then yeah. actually, it's a whole variation of topics. And I think, we're now such we are now really good in society where we now don't just assume that that a disabled person will be in a wheelchair we don't just yeah. assume that so why do we assume when someone with a stammer they're just going to have a very severe stammer so why don't we share that so actually stammering can be big or it can be small or it can come back but pixie it's been absolute pleasure talking to you so i've got one last question to round up this episode if you yeah. could give three pieces of advice to someone who stammers and three pieces of advice to someone who doesn't stammer, what would they be? Oh, God. Um, so to, to both, don't let it win. No matter what, don't let it win. Face the fear and smile more. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> That is great advice. And Pixie, thank you so much for joining me today. It has You're been it, it has been an, an absolute pleasure talking to you, but also <laughs> it, it's been a joy recording with you as well because you're such a bubbly personality. Oh, and, thank yeah, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. You're so welcome. Thank you. And and then to our, to our listeners, you will be able to find uh, Pixie's social media is in the, in the description of our of our video. Also, take a look for our make sure to keep an eye out for our social media posts about the episode where Pixie will be tagged so you can find all her. But also, keep an eye out on TikTok where we'll be both sharing content of, of our recording of this episode. So, thank you so much for listening to this episode today with Pixie. It's been an absolute pleasure. Keep an eye out in the next few weeks because we've got some really exciting guests, but also. We got our Christmas special coming out soon, so and we and we got a really exciting guest lined up. But also make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok where we post updates about our podcast, everyday situations with stammer and more. So see you next time in two weeks. Thanks. Bye. Mm-hmm.